So our largest yeah. customers having like 200, 250,000 uh, PowerPoint users. So we might have ended up having five customers who will be more than enough to become a unicorn. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Hey folks, my guest today is Tony Urban. He's running a company called Deck Robot, which makes slide decks with one click. He's an ex-McKinsey folk uh, who turned into a serial entrepreneur. Tony, you ready to take us to the top? Sure thing. All right, slide decks are obviously a hot space. Everyone's pitching, everyone wants capital. How many decks did you produce in the past 12 months, would you say? Myself, I probably produced like 20. No, I mean all your users uh, using your technology. Oh, all your users, like thousands and thousands. Thousands. I don't okay, even know. So yeah, it's like many thousands. Many thousands. We so have listen, some I'm users, not... like one user producing 7,000 flights a month. Wow. And is that, <laughs> who are these power users? Are they, are they agencies typically? So they're internal agencies, like designers working for big professional services firms, like Big Four, Big Street. Yep. So yep. they're just slide machines. Now, when you, they're slide machines. That's what you were at McKinsey, right? So you jumped into this in, in 2017. Um, you came on back in 2019 and talked about your growth. You passed, I think, about 10 customers at that point. How many customers are you serving now today? Yeah, so right now it's more, but not that more. It's less than 20. Uh, the secret is easy, which is growing inside system accounts. So we normally start with like small pilots and then small scale projects, and then just get more and more. So our largest yeah. customers having like 200, 250,000 uh, PowerPoint users. So we might have ended up having five customers who will be more than enough to become a unicorn. So you have between so. sort of 10 and 20 total customers right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Help, help me understand a little bit around what they pay per month on average. That's really different. That's why we don't publish our pricing uh, on the website. I would only say that it's like more than 10 times uh, they pay for Microsoft Office itself. And the reason is very simple. The productivity gain um, is such that they have at least 200% ROI. But it really differs. Um, you know, an auditor would spend different time uh, in PowerPoint than a designer than a real estate agent or um, metals factory producer. Yeah. Let me so, ask a question a bit differently. Don't name yeah. the customer, but the customer that pays you the most per month, what do they pay per month? Yeah. So they pay 197 $197,000 per month? No, no, no. $197 per user per month. Okay, got it. And how many, user. users, how many users do they have? For the largest one? For your largest customer, yeah. Yeah, it will be another one if you take the largest in terms of revenue overall. But the, the biggest accounts we right now have 15,000 employees, but they have different price tech. Got it. What I'm trying to get to is just the, the, yeah. what, what's the one company you work with that pays you the most and what do they pay you all in? Like if, you try, if, you, if, you, if you're trying to understand the largest contract we have, I wouldn't disclose it. Uh, Tony, I'm not asking <laughs> for you to name the largest customer. I'm trying yeah, to understand yeah. how large your swap is between your lowest price customers and your most ex- and the ones paying sure. you the most. I'm just asking sure. you all in the customer that pays you the most. Okay. 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 Month. Yeah. So we have three tiers of customers. The smallest contracts are anywhere from 100K to 300K. 
the average is 300 to 700K, and the biggest are the multi-million engagement. So okay, got it. So, someone, so someone listening right now might go, wait a second, somebody who's making slide decks and paying Tony $300,000 or $700,000 per year to make slide decks? I don't understand. Yeah, Help them understand. Yeah, that's very easy. So if you count uh, the amount of time you spend on PowerPoint and multiply by your salary only, you'll already be surprised. So most of our customers are making slides like two hours a day, five hours a day earning 100-115k per year after fancy MBAs. And that doesn't include the office course, etc. And this is just the one small reason of having the Acrobat. Actually, the bigger reason is uh, to win the proposals. They have a bigger win rate, win your yeah. business. And that's where a lot of decks are used. And uh, one more reason, large corporations want their documents to be on brand, to be consistent. And that's what we do. And Tony, last time you came on, you said you'd raised about $200,000. Have you stayed bootstrapped since then or did you raise more capital? No, we raised a bit more. So we announced uh, overall 2.5 mil. Okay. So you raised another 2.3 million. Since then, yeah. Like, well, why, did you, why did you need to raise more capital? Well, I asked myself the same question every time we raised. <laughs> Do we really need this? So quick answer, the enterprise cycle is quite long. So we can afford growing sustainably and the slow pace based on the cash we have from the business, but that's going to be slow. So if you look at our competitors like SyncCell, it took them 10 years, more than 10 years to be substantial in the size. Mm-hmm. Um, venture capital is basically a short living drug which uh, gets you high in terms of your growth. So it just helps you to have more people everywhere in the product development, in the sales. So that's why we decided to do this. So last time, yeah, go ahead. The team, so you raised additional capital. I think you did a, what was it, a $700,000 convertible note in 2018 and then a $1.5 million price seed round in 2020, right? Yep. And, and walk me through the team today. Last time you came on, you said you had about 20 people. How many folks today? Pretty much the same. Okay. But, the but, but there is, yeah, right now there is 18. But what we do, we consistently um, improve the creative of our employees. So whether we fire those who do not perform as we want, or we just grow existing employees. So from the time we spoke with you last, I think we have five stayed with us, and they really progressed nice. So if you look at our team uh, two years ago, it was much more junior, a lot of um, support roles. Right now, all the support is outsourced, and uh, folks in the team are very senior. So that's the how, difference. And how we, many, want to stay, how, we want to stay small in terms of headcount. I, I understand. How many of the 20 are engineers? So right now, engineers are half. So 10 of them are engineers. Yeah. Do they carry a quota? Again? The other 10, are they sales reps? And if so, how many carry a quota? Sales, sales plus operations. So you have also talent. You have ops. You have finance. So. Yeah, so Tony, the question was, uh, of the ones that are in sales, how many of them are carrying a quota? Three. Okay, uh, with quotas, but, but we have, just for you understand, we have a split sales process. So we have pre-sale, which has no quotas. We have post-sale, which also has no quotas. Because um, unlike other startups, we try to have this one-man show where one salesperson is covering everything from the lead generation to account success. We decided early on to split it. It makes no sense. 
So if there's no quota pre-sale, there's no quota post-sale, who's carrying a quota? Yeah. Only hunters. The three people who are hunters, they have quotas. They what have to close the deal. meetings booked? No, for the hunters, the cash quota. The sales quota. quota. Yeah, okay. of course. <laughs> and and what, is that, what is that annual cash quota? Is it like a million bucks, something like that? A bit over that. Okay. And if they hit their quota, can they make about one-fifth of the quota target? So call it like 200 grand-ish, something like that? Yeah, so basically it's a percentage. So they bonus per rate on what they exceed on the quota. We have quite generous uh, bonus structure because we want to grow. Yeah, no, that's obviously important, uh, scaling those sales teams. So, so where have you used additional capital you raised if your team size is still basically the same as it was two years ago? Yeah, so first of all, it, it is not the same as it was a year ago when the COVID hit. When COVID started, we downsized the team and left only the most senior folks. Then we basically replaced junior folks by senior folks when we raised capital. So in terms of headcount, we try to stay pretty much the same. In terms of the team cost, it actually changed a lot. And that's why, how we want to do it. So we want to have a small team, um, like our biggest competitor making uh, hundreds of millions of revenue. They have like 50 folks in the whole team, including secretaries. So that's pretty much the target stake. And you understand that um, a senior machine learning engineer can make uh, the same as uh, 10 junior folks. Yeah. So. And and what is your goal? What is your goal for this year? What revenue run rate do you think you can pass this year? That we did not disclose, but uh, the growth rate we plan is over 15x. So we I have to grow. What do you mean yeah. by that? I mean, on every dollar we made January this year, we'll try to have 15 dollars by December. So growing one five. 15 times. Uh, are you on track That's, to grow? Are you on track to grow? So year? far, so far, but we'll see. The Q4 is the most important for enterprise sales. So that's basically the crucial quarter when you mm -hmm. can say, hey, we made it or we actually missed the yep. target. Now, earlier you said you had 50, between 10 and 20 customers and the average ACV was between three hundred dollars and $700,000. So we just take a middle $500,000 average ACV times 15 customers. That would put you at about a 7.5 million run rate today. Is that accurate? No, it's not accurate because um, you did not encounter the fact that some of the customers already made the first initial stages when they have a pilot, then they have a small contract, which is 100K to 300K, and then it's scaled up. So different customers are on different life cycle. So if you do the math, you did the way you will overestimate the revenue here. But as I mentioned before, we do not disclose financial results. So wouldn't give you the exact number. Sorry. So if you're not if you're not at seven point five million dollar run rate today, is that something you can even break this year, or do you need to wait another year to do that? I think most likely it's going to happen next year. Next year, okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. And what's next? I mean, many people would argue a slide making tool is sort of a product, not a business. How do you make this a business? What other product things are you thinking about? Yeah. Well, if you look at our at our competitors, some of them are making like hundreds of millions in ARR. So it's quite a business. <laughs> if you talk about SaaS uh, with uh, the name, margin rates. Name your competitor with hundreds of millions in revenue. Think Sell. Think Sell? Yeah. Okay. You can check and, they it. Only, you can... And, they, and they only do slide decks? Oh, they do much less than Decro, but they do a plugin for PowerPoint, which helps you making um, data charts faster. 
It's a very they do a ton of stuff: data automation, process flow, Gantt charts, waterfall charts. This isn't just a slide. Yeah, it's basically it's basically charts, basically charts and slides. So it's a small thing, but they already generate a ton of income, and they're not like proactively um, looking for new customers. They don't have like large uh, sales force. They don't have a fancy marketing budget. So it gives you the order of magnitude how can a vendor like us or them mm-hmm. perform in this market. So the market is like hundreds million bucks already. And how, the do you know, how do you know they're doing more than yeah. hundred million in revenue? Well, that's very easy. You can check the number of uh, users they have. They publish it. They have over 800,000 users right now. And you can check the pricing. At some point, the pricing was open on the website. Um, so if you multiply one by another, you can reconfirm it with a lot of um, firms on the market. You know yeah, just because someone says they have 800,000 users doesn't mean all those users are paying. Actually, they're probably not. They're probably a very small percent. Like two or three uh, percent. No, actually, in their case, uh, they actually shut down the trials, probably didn't renew it, but they almost don't have trial users. It's almost so, so 100% so how, of the how, users how have to pay. How do you know that the 800,000 number doesn't include a bunch of grandfather people that are on a free trial? Sure. Uh, let's say I have some other data points which reconfirmed my initial assumption. So I'm pretty confident that they're making over 100 million a year, actually way over that. What and other data you also, I would not disclose it, this matter. You can also check there is a company called Templify. Uh, they raised a bunch of uh, venture capital. Uh, they were Templify, T as Thomas, E as Enigma, like template and then Templify. Got it. F and Y at the end. I think they raised already like 60 mil or 50 mil, something like that. Yeah, but this is more like a digital asset management play internal for companies to connect other companies. Yeah, they're doing pretty much the same. Not a slide, they, not a slide deck tool. Uh, they're basically changing slide decks and uh, changing logos in your documents. So, so it's pretty you, much the know, same market. PandaDoc is sort of another company sort of playing in this space. So, I mean, is this is this sort of where you see Deck Robot going? Uh, it, it's the same space. So no matter how you position it to investors or someone else, these folks we see on the competitive landscape. These folks we are compared to, Templify, SyncCell, Upslide, competitors. Uh, whatever they claim on their websites, whatever they tell the investors, they play now niche. Mm-hmm. There sense. is a lot of other great uh, folks around the block which are not existent in enterprise markets, like Peach.com, Beautiful.ai. Um, they just not our competitors. Yeah, Tony, do you think they can break a million dollar run rate this year? Again? Do you think that you guys can break a million dollar run rate this year? Oh yeah, we already did. Oh well, congratulations then. So between a million and seven million in revenue then, not at seven million, but north of a million. Yeah. All right, let's wrap up here, Tony, with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? You know, it keeps changing. Um, I wouldn't say that I have one favorite as of now. Number I think two, the, the latest, 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 latest one I read was a uh, sales acceleration formula, which suggested to all sales entrepreneurs. It's a really good one. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Um, I would say Andre Seed from Miro. Uh, I think they became Miro. unicorn uh, last year. Yeah. Number. Uh, three, I heard a lot of great things it. about them. Yeah. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building the company? Um, also a good question. 
Um, I would say Outgrow is pretty good. Uh, we have recently discovered them uh, because one of our competitors is using. They help you to structure your outreach and the way you take on the leads, not the customers, but the leads. It's a pretty important one. Right. Number four, how many hours do you sleep to get every night? I try to optimize for eight hours. And uh, that might sound old-fashioned. No kids. Yeah, I'm married. Uh, I don't have kids. No kids yet. Um, we'll see. We'll see how how long we'll be. How so old kids, are you? Oh, I'm 30 years old. 30 years old. Yeah. What's something you wish you knew when you were 20? Um, I wish I moved to California earlier. Yes, especially before the COVID, it was uh, useful to get the uh, right insights from the right people. Right now, it's yep. a bit different. Guys, there you have a deckrobot.com launch in 2017. They've raised $2.3 million today to two of 2010 engineers. They've broken a million dollar run rate, but not at 7 million yet. They're serving 15 enterprise customers that pay between about 100 grand and $700,000 per year uh, for their deck creation tools. Tony, thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you, Nathan.